Welcome to Jam Rock Cruise Western Conference Podcast. Your boy, Big Body Cisco, my brother, Mustafa. And when I say special, I know I say this all the time, but we got a special guest. Special, 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 Mr. Gramps Morgan of Morgan Heritage. How you doing, brother? Yeah, God is great, man. And in the blessed name of my people, <laughs> you know what else is great? That hat. Because I swear to God, I've been trying to find this hat for the life of me. Thank you. You make big men proud. You know that, Gramps? You make big men proud. Every time I look. You're stylist. You got to give Cisco the number, Something. Let's go. Because Gramps be he to the T. I don't know what publicist or what stylist you have, but you be suited and booted. I say, you know what? And I always tell Feej, I say, you got to get Gramps' stylist. Oh, not right now. Thank you, brother. But how we doing? It's good, man. And first yeah. of all, I just want to say congratulations to you and Westafa because the 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 platforms that our culture and our music yes. and our island people get to see you guys creating this podcast that our artists, our island artists yes. from Jamaica, Trinidad, Samoa, Hawaii, Tonga, yeah. um, Vanuatu, New <laughs> Caledonia, the whole South Pacific. Absolutely. It's very powerful because the power of reggae music is on every island. I yes. tell people that. You know, it's not just Jamaica and, and not only in Hawaii. Like yeah. when I tell some people that the, the number one music in Hawaii is Reggae, reggae music. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they love their R&B and their hip-hop. Yes. But thank you guys for creating this platform for us, the artists. Oh, thank man. you. I man. think it was long That's... overdue because I think we had the relationships with, with you guys as artists. Yeah. And no one was doing this. So I kind of yeah. seen there was a void in it. And I told Westafa, I said, look, we know all the boys. You know, yeah. we know Gramps. We know Boog. I said, let's do it with, you know, our family first. Yes. And then once people started to see that. You know, through with, with Feige and you know they, how uh, let's do it again was born. How we had that that yeah. clip Ooh. went viral, like that clip went viral. Don Corleone hits me as soon as that hits Instagram, yes. and he goes, "I want to get on the podcast." Yes. And it was like dominoes after that. Yes. Everyone was like, "Hey, we need to get on there, tell our story." <laughs> so y'all gotta get Don. So yes. You gotta get. You got Jay Book's version. Yeah. And then you got. Don's coming up, and now you're gonna hear my version. Yeah, we about to say we need to hear Gramps' version because yeah, I told Boogie, I said, "Wait, that was yeah. gonna be a Gramps song." <laughs> Tell us about that. Um, where do I start? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, uh, what, man. Yeah, it's it's like first of all, like you were so instrumental in Boog being where he's at. Yes, you know? like yeah. just as much as Feej because yeah. Feej brought him along, and then we were. I think we just talked about this. I think it was either Jamiri was saying something that that. You linked with Feige first, right? That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So first we have to big up Fiji. Yeah. That's my brother and Uncle B. Yeah, oh, shout out Uncle B, man. Rest yeah. in love. Because before I met anybody, I, I was in Hawaii, and um, at the time I was producing Irie Love, and Irie Love was singing Oh, that's right. Yes. I remember that. Right, yeah, yeah, for my yeah, sister yeah. that wasn't torn at the time, and we wanted a female voice. So I'm actually the one that put out Irie Love's first EP called Hiku. Yes. Right. Come on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so Come on. That's where it started from. Yeah. And then I I wanted to um work with Fiji and I was like, yo, I want to build a bridge. Yeah. Because nobody was doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let it be told on Western Conference that it was Gramps <laughs> you heard it first yes. right here. Come on. Heritage that built that yes. bridge between the Hawaii and Jamaica. So I went to, to, to Fiji and I said, Yo, Fiji, would you're such a great singer. Yeah. Why my people in Jamaica don't know you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, I want to change that the same way artists are, are known in Hawaii yeah. and are known in Samoa. So I went and had this meeting with Fiji. And at the time, he introduced me to Uncle D. And yeah. he said, yo, this is Washouts. And then I met Jonas. Big yeah. up to Jonas. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, of course, you know, Fiji, 
brother. <laughs> me good brother. Yeah. Me want you help me little brother. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. I want to work with you. Exactly. Like, yeah. Each other mind, right? And I'm like, he said, no, brother. We're doing the future. Yeah. And I'm like, Bro, this guy messed up my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I flew all the way to why he tell me about his little brother. Exactly. And then he said, and he said this kid named Jay Book. I yeah. said, I never heard of him. And he said, he's playing on the radio. I'm telling you, it's gonna be the future. Yeah. And he said, work with him. And then I went on tour with Bujo. Yeah. In 2009, and Buju, at the time I was on tour with Indiari and John Legend, and then Buju was at the garden the following week. So I Big. Like how, you like show. how he just brushed that over? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was about to say, <laughs> don't just try to just like side note those names. <laughs> no, like these are the biggest names in the industry it's, right it's now. The history, man. That yeah. journey, that time with yeah. Washos and Fiji, and yeah. then how J Boog came into my life. And then I took J Boog on tour with me when I went on yeah, to right. Buju. And I said, I had a whole tour bus to myself, and I was like, yo, just, and enjoy. And Uncle B was just like, just mentor him, just show yeah. him the ropes. And then after meeting him, I was like, yo, he had this tone on his voice. And I'm yeah. like, this youth, you're unique. And then he said, yo, man, I just want to come with you. He was just very, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was just excited. Hungry, yeah. And he, yeah, and he told me about all the artists that he was listening yeah. to Jamaica. And I'm, and I'm like, at that time, it really dawned on me that I have to build this bridge. Yeah. yeah. If it's anybody's going to do it. Um, at the time, nobody was looking. Nobody was looking at Hawaiian artists. Yeah. From mm-hmm. someone. Nobody. Yeah. No, nobody. Yeah, right. Nobody. Right. Yeah. And it was a vision of that I shared with Fiji. And then he put me on to Bug. And then that's how the Wash House thing started. And we, you know got to Jamaica and he said to me I said to him make me a wish list yeah right book (laughs) make me a wish he said I said which artist you want to work with so Uncle B and Jonas wanted had me produce the album. Yeah. So I produced like 80% of, um, was it not Washo? What's the first name? Backyard Boogie. Yeah, yeah. Backyard Boogie. Yeah, so yep. I produced a song with Taurus Riley and, 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 um, and, and Jay Boog. Yeah. Sunshine Girl we recorded in New York. When, it's so much to this story. Yeah. I don't know we can do the one podcast. <laughs> but I was nominated for the Irama Awards. And yeah. I told Boog, yo, everywhere I go, you go. That was the plan. Under your wing. I remember Under all this, man. Yeah. Yeah. I remember all And this. I said, if I go... That was in New York, too, wasn't it? That was in yeah, New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we went to the Irama Awards. I took Boog on the red carpet with me. I said, yo, anywhere I go, you go. You you my product. You. And yeah. I was doing the name of just building that bridge and Jonas and Uncle B and the whole Washoe's family. Yeah. I said, boom, just follow my lead. Boom, that that day... Um, I think I, I won like four awards out of seven. And then we, we were so happy. And yeah. like, Jonas was like, yo, what are we going to do? So Jonas was like, let's go to the studio. I'm like, what studio? <laughs> in New York. In New York, yeah. out of the blue. And then boom, we called Wycliffe and said, yo, boys is in town. Let's Can you can you get us in the studio? <laughs> and he said, come on, sure, boom. Went up to Platinum Sounds. And we on the way. True story. This is how Sunshine Girl was written. Oh, <laughs> uh, here Exclusive we go. On, Exclusivo right here story. on the Western Conference Podcast. Um, so we on the way to um, Platinum Sounds. Yeah. Um, with Jerry Wonder was there and Clef was, you know, out of town, but he booked the studio for us. So we get there and I'm on the bridge and I'm like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And I told Jonas, Jonas was like, yo, we'll just make up something. I said, I think I got, I think I got two more tracks left. Didn't write to it. No lyrics. We didn't have no lyrics. Yeah. Just and we're skeleton. going to the studio just saying we're going to make something. Yeah. And I'm playing the car and was like, I'm Peter's driving. No, I was driving and Peter's in the passenger seat. I'm like, because I brought Peter in on the project because Peter's a dangerous songwriter. And I was like, Pete, I make the music. 
you write the song, yeah. man, and I think this is going to be a brilliant Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis yeah. thing for the for the music. And on the way, he came up with the hook, and I'm like, and we was just we just start jumping at the yeah. car and kept rewinding, rewinding. Please again. By the time we got from Brooklyn to Manhattan, the song was done. And in the car. In the car. Wow. Brooklyn we, to Manhattan, that's like about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, right? yeah, about, yeah about 25 minutes. 25 minutes. And then um, when we got up to the studio, it was like, yo, boo, we got it. It was like, word. And it just started flowing. And yeah. Song just, Yo, you know, so I asked him a story about that that song just yesterday, I think, or two days ago. And I said, bro, how did that song come about? And he was saying that, he was saying at the time, you were giving him all, like, rootsier rhythms. Yes. And he said, man, I didn't know how to, like, say, he goes, <laughs> that he wanted something more, like, major, you yes, know? Yes, yes. And then I guess somehow he said something like a, he heard something or a, like some type of ska reference. Yes. And you're like, why did you just say so? <laughs> right. Just tell me what you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what you want. So he's like, yeah, he's like, now I'd have no problem. But back then, yeah, you know, yeah. he didn't really know how to like. Yeah, he was shy, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I was just trying to give him a, a lay out the cards and say, pick which one, like yep. a variety, you yeah. know? Instead of just give him one thing. But mm-hmm. me's a roots, man. I mean, yeah. so, yeah. you know? And I think the longevity of tracks like that last a lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's hit records and then you have impact records. But even the Sunshine Girl, I mean, even for it to be a Scott type of track, it's a different kind of Scott yeah. track, man. Yeah. And that song, yeah. trust me, man, we, we and him perform together, that song is huge. Like, Oh, oh everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So like we always That's part of our, like our call when we and go response that's in The there. call and response Is ridiculous Because yeah. it's so worldwide Like accepted Like Sunshine Girl Could be anybody yes. It could be island reggae Reggae, hip hop, R&B Anything yeah. So yeah. that goes It goes hand in hand But that's that something When you get into You know your vibe For getting music like that To see that something That's going to be more Accepted universally Absolutely The yeah. one thing I say To my island people Is that we all have One thing in common And it's coconuts Yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> and On every island There's coconuts You know But it's also the, the love The peace The humility Yeah The making something Out of nothing Yeah You know Like if people go To certain parts of Samoa You would think You're in Jamaica Yeah you know, because we were just, talking about, we were just talking about it. Yeah. We we're on Jamaica. We we're like, man, yeah. it's like Samoa. And, and I was and like, you, I was telling Cisco, I said, bro, this reminds me of like being in Samoa yeah, or Tonga. Like, yeah. Especially some of the shrubbery. We're like, I look like Samoa right yeah. there. And, and, <laughs> and then you got the beach. Exactly. Yeah. And those are the things that I'm trying to bring across in the music, yeah. even, you know, with my new um, solo projects to just show. You know, me living in Nashville and just telling people that, yeah. you know, we have so much more in common than we think. Yeah. Like, even in Hawaii, like, country music is big. In Jamaica oh, country, yeah, yeah. like, we love the great songwriting. Yes. You know, so songwriting, we, especially. Yeah. yeah. So it's something special. That's why I love um, the, what I see with the bands like Iration, Maoli. Yeah. Like, Maoli, I don't, I don't know what it is about. My I told wedding. Glenn for Maoli. He should. Yeah, man, oh, okay. we, we did a, a tour called the Island Vibes Tour with Maoli. Oh, Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it was Maoli, No, but I'm Fiji. saying, like, musically, as far as, like... Oh, yeah, we, we, we got some plans, oh, everything okay. top secret, like DJ Khaled. Okay. <laughs> but, I keep okay. telling Glenn from Maoli, he is a country singer in a Hawaiian's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just a great singer, yeah. and, and I think a, a lot of the storytelling within country music matches yeah. within reggae. It does, like, when you hear, um, when you hear him sing, it's like, and this guy's voice is sweet. Yeah, it's like, and uh, what's my other boy named Hawaiian? He won a, uh, he was nominated for a Grammy for the Hawaiian category. Um, Tatofi. Oh, Josh Tatofi. Oh, Josh yeah, yeah. You talking about the Tongan Luther Vine Vandross right there? That yes. boy can sing. Yeah, I, yes. I tell people, man, like all oh, Polynesians can sing. They start that, <laughs> they pour that kava out and then start. <laughs> 
holding the vibe and then that's you hear like wait a minute when yeah. did you start singing <laughs> yeah but it's a very family thing well, that from, I, I learned from, so much you know from kid times from, you know yeah. Yeah. well you see these big old dudes coming up with these harmonious you know vocals like hold up yeah. because i think we'll you know stereotype because they think we're football players and then we start singing because yeah. we were raised in church yeah. and i think church you know we, we kind of like know how to get the altos the tenors and we know how to get the real music down and when we and get the it, harmonies are different too yes you know like the traditional no, chant harmonies and stuff like yeah. that you know that they're, i love Fiji's the one that turned me on to a lot of that like yeah. i'm like them chants the chants like, yeah bingy is like that same mm -hmm. so the drums is really a powerful thing for yeah. island people absolutely worldwide. so i'm just i'm just happy that the story is still being written yeah. and i'm thankful for y'all now that's being able to capture this history yeah. and to tell the story because the story needs to be told gramps yeah. because if people didn't know until they watched this you guys bridged the gap yeah, between the whole island yeah, reggae man. and the, the reggae and even before that like you know you guys are huge in like the polynesian playlist yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying yes, like yes. you can go anywhere in the islands and yeah. oh you, you drop a morgan know. heritage yeah, song you, you drop a gramps morgan yes. song and it's received so well through yeah. the polynesian community for me it's like it's i mean it's island people you know yeah like worldwide like even me now playing you know i did a show with um jimmy buffett's people in key west the other day and and it was the wow. same yeah. island people they were just a little bit older you know yeah yeah and this jam and i'm like Island music is island music, and that's why I love reggae music. I'm so yeah. passionate about it and building bridges between every island. Yeah. Like on my radio show, I say I play the hits from every yeah. island. So when I started playing a lot of Polynesian artists on my radio show, people was like, yo, who that? Yeah. Matter of fact, my wedding song that I danced to was Maoli. Yeah. Wow. My sweet, my sweet melody. That that song, that's was my oh, first. Oh man, dance. that's the one too. And to my wife, I said, "Yo, this is the song. Yeah, that we're gonna dance to. Come so, on. So Maoli, big up, Glenn. <laughs> you gotta come on the podcast too, yeah, by the Glenn, way, man. Big up yourself. Come in. It's all about Western Conference. But tell us about this solo project that you started to work on now. Oh man. Because I mean, I remember being at the Grammy party in Vegas. It was yes. you. Come on, man. You hadn't had Sean Paul, and it, we were in old Vegas. And yeah. Grant's Morgan could be the only one that throw a Grammy party and have like Ham, Sean Paul, all these heavy hitters in the game yeah. just at a hotel. And I was looking at like, how come nobody is on this like right now? <laughs> but tell us about how that whole transition for you just say, okay, let me step outside the box and see how this solo career goes. Um, that night of the the, so, the Grammy party, yeah. I wanted to, because that was my second, throwing a second Grammy party. Yep. First was with Morgan Heritage. Yep. And I, I thought it was just something that the genre should celebrate, you yeah. know? Like you it was hear definitely about a celebration. parties, you hear mm -hmm. about the the Clive Davis yeah. parties, you hear about all these parties, and I'm like, so I'm dragging. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yo, let's come together. So I invited everybody, Spice, yeah, um, Sean Paul, you know, then a lot of Tyson Beckford came yeah. through, all the the Gonzalez sisters, like all these. Because the Gramps that, Morgan Grammy parties started to be a staple now. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. like, okay, well, where's Gramps reggae party at? That's yeah, what we, we want to go to. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want it to be. Yes. That people can come and, and experience a dance hall yeah. vibe with res respectfully. Oh, it was you know, a vibe. Nobody jumping out of trees or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Not that version. Well, but, you know, yeah. it helps that Gramps can say Grammy award winning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Yeah. See, <laughs> we missed that. The, the old modest 
this Grams. Yeah. You know, like I say, you go back to being the Grammy winning artist, Grammy nominated artist. Yeah. But now it's like you got one as a group and one as a solo artist yeah, yeah. as far as being nominated. But how does that like, because then you have your son. Come on. Yeah. We wish we could go down the line of the lineage. Yeah, he's But this whole, too. oh man, like, come on, Jameer's doing it right yeah. now. We had him on the uh, on earlier um, on the ship and we were talking to him and we were just talking about his growth mm. that we've seen, yes. you know, from him being, you know, young artists up to yeah. where he has it now and doing with Kabaka Pyramid. And he was just talking about the collab yeah. with Jamiri as well. Yeah. But this is just a musical family period. Yeah, I'm honest. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. And as we watch the next generations come up and it's like being prepared, you look at Damian Marley's son and yeah. he's getting big. Yeah. And look at all these, the next generation coming. I think Jamiri, kids like Joe Mercer Marley yeah. is an incredible artist yeah, absolutely. that people are not paying attention to. Yeah. Christopher Elias. Um, you talking about that next generation? Oh yeah, this goes on and on. Yeah, you know Freddie McGregor's son, the genius. So, you know, I, during the pandemic, let me just take a few steps back. During the pandemic, it was like, okay, been there, done that, all yeah. these nominations, couple wins. Mm -hmm. What's next? Yeah. Right, yeah. What's the next challenge? What's What's the next challenge? Yeah. So yeah. That, it has to be a challenge, though, right? It has to be a challenge. Yeah. Are getting better? Yes. You know, and I'm there Growth. in Nashville, and I'm there with my family, and I'm like, we sitting there and hoping that there's gonna be toilet paper in the supermarket and <laughs> exactly and some flour and rice and cooking oil and sugar and you know i, I went to a hockey game and yeah. i met this guy named johnny reed and me and him they were just like okay this guy does music he's from canada and, yeah and he's this is a reggae artist from jamaica and they put us together and we started talking and we just kick it off clicked right away guy from scotland a guy from jamaica boom wow and i said he said so what are you doing in this mate i'm I said, man, I just want to become a better songwriter while yeah. we have the time. Yeah. And um, for many years, my, my father, rest in peace to my father, Denver yeah, Morgan, yeah. always spoke Denver. about, yeah, always spoke about writing great songs. Yeah. And we wrote some good songs down by the rivers, but there's levels, yeah. you know? levels. And then I got a chance to go to the studio and went there and this guy was just had a whole team the studio and he was just like he came to me and said mate why didn't you tell me you were a reggae star yeah. <laughs> and i said what do you mean he went and googled and realized oh yeah so he didn't know so i was like no nah, it's all good like you know let's we starting from scratch yeah and let me tell you cisco it was a vibe, it just it was like I went back to school again. Yeah. And it just shows you in this business, there's levels. I, I spoke to Shaggy when Shaggy went on tour with Sting. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, Gramps, there's levels to this <laughs> business after he sold 10 million records yeah. plus on yeah. one album. So it just shows you that you always got to stay humble and keep searching. Yeah. yeah. Because within that project, I learned so much and had fun. I wanted to bring um, happiness to people because yeah. people were stuck inside. So I was like, I wanted to pep it up with some yeah. scan mento and some, you know, and with some happy lyrics like, don't put no water in my whiskey. My. <laughs> Just some fun records. Fun. And of course, you know, you have the Roots records and I've been there, done that. Yeah. When you're ready, just go in the catalog and say, I need some roots. Yeah. yeah. Like DJ West. Take Hawaii your pick. Some, you, yeah, give me yeah. that. <laughs> give me that tune. Yeah. Wanna, Really odd, like, give me down by the river. Yeah. But this is, like, tropical, bar, tiki, a little bit of mix of country, a little bit of mix of ska, mento, and it was just a fun album. Yeah. And people in the Grammy board, they got it. Yeah. On what I was trying to do. And I actually revisited the past of ska, when people was like, yo, that's country and western. I'm like, no, that's ska music. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wait a minute. 
you know, some people is like, we we move so fast as island people, we don't realize where we're coming from. Yeah. Because we always like, what's, what's new? What's yeah. new? Yeah. <laughs> so what's that next? project for me, it was just like a fun project and wanted to uplift the people that were still at the airports, yeah. the people that were still in the supermarkets. Yeah. Those people just say, you know, that's how the song People Like You came about. Powerful and song. And that song just kind of just healed people. people. I mean, people were dying. People yeah. are still dying. Yeah. And that's what that album was about. So when it get nominated, I was just like, are you kidding me? The impact of that song, People Like You, was just so huge. Because I remember you sent me that record during the pandemic. Yes. And I played it on my Twitch show. And so many people was like, dude, that song yeah. got me through the pandemic. And it was crazy because I was like, Gramps over here just changing lives. Yeah. He's already doing it. But like in a pandemic, to see that magnitude of that song, yeah, people like you, and it was just like, wow. And then yeah. to see you get you know awarded to get nominated like that, that yeah, was huge. Yeah. yeah. And then even um, this year, just the point i i wanted to peel back the layers yeah. of the music because a lot of times the music the rhythm so bad like you, you know you know you don't get that chance to really listen yeah kick and back say, enjoy it what did he say yeah but so when we did the acoustic album it was like just a tip of that i was on yeah. tour with mojo and Jappy. we was in morgan heritage european tour back to my day job yeah right? <laughs> and then I came back home. My wife said, "You know, we got we had a, had like four days off." So I was like, "Man, I'm gonna fly back home and yeah. relax a little bit." And I came back home and went to the studio. I said, "Yeah, my father just passed away and it was still heavy on my still chest." Have, yeah. And then we, I went in and just sang the song "Butterfly," and wow. that song, like, if y'all don't, if you haven't heard Come that on. song, people, go check it out. Come if you're a father and Ooh, you have a child, that butterfly though, and just, man. Yeah, and watching your kid just grow up yeah. right in front of your eyes and you got to take them to the college dorm and yeah. watch them become a, a grown-up you feel it as a parent and you got to learn to let go so if you're a parent let's just if you're a parent yeah. anything, you got to get that song because butterfly it made me feel like i was late on my child support payment like man, i gotta go pay this for <laughs> <laughs> but i'm telling you that was a strong powerful song yeah, too but that's what you've been doing like lately because since the pandemic these songs have been a lot of feeling behind these exactly and, yeah. and it's just you know me wanting to become a better songwriter yeah. because at some point I'm gonna want to come off of the stage more less frequently. Got to yeah. be on a stage and start mm -hmm. building, working on Jay Boog's son. Yeah, and start working on you know I, I I'm watching Polynesians. I'm watching. I, I know who's next. I don't yeah. want to say <laughs> no name, but I know who's next. So I want to start working on those projects and yeah. I want to have the arsenal in order to take that artist to the next level. I yeah. just don't want to be working the way I was working with Boog and Common Kings. Yeah. And, you know all the artists that we've worked with in the past but now for the next generation i got to be ready as a producer yeah and um the, the album um deeper that's what it says i said i want to go deep i don't want to yeah. stay on the surface of what i've been there and done before so i have to go deeper that even any music that me produce it has to be like wow yeah and then even the country genre recognize it so the album was in the pool for best country album wow so it just shows you that you know people say yo grams you country artist no <laughs> no it's so part of the resume moved part, of the yeah, part of the resume moved to nashville yeah. and turned country on <laughs> yeah but it's i mean it's just I'm, it's still missy and me rockers people yeah. look at my hat they say yo i yeah. said go watch the rockers movies you'll see a bunch of hats yeah. like this yeah. beavers it was a rasta thing it's like and i'm kind of just reminding them back and when i when they see the past they're like is that something new? Yeah. No, this nah, is been around. Rock yeah. movie. So when they see the Rasta man then with it with the beaver stuff up in here, stuff mm -hmm. up in the, <laughs> the side and yep. some diamond socks yep. and some ballies and clocks and it's the culture, you know? Yeah. So 
to see that the album was even put in the pool of country artists, it shows that what we are capable yeah. as island people, as reggae artists, to be multi-genre. Rihanna is not a reggae artist. She's not a pop artist. She's not a calypso or soul yeah. artist. artist. She's a pop artist. She's an yeah. artist. Yeah. Right? So, and she's from the Caribbean. So, I want us in the Caribbean to know that we can do great things than putting ourselves in a box. Come on. And we talk about the culture. And we talk about, it takes us to this cruise. Welcome to Jam Rock and Morgan Heritage taking the stage. Yes, I mean, sir. tell us about to be up amongst your, not just peers, but amongst your peers, you know, all the reggae artists that are on the cruise, but along with people that just love predominantly reggae music. Yeah. Um, tell us about that and how it feels to be, be performing on this stage. One thing with Damien, Damien, he knows. I call him a little genius. From day one, <laughs> I was there when Damien built the song yeah. Welcome to Jamrock. He'll tell you that story. I'll leave that for y'all yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Kingston and he, he had this little Digio 2, this little version of Pro Tools, and he was on the side room. He wasn't even in the big studio at 56 Hope Road, Kingston, Jamaica. And all I heard was, ching, 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 ching. And, I, and, and he was like, yo, what do you think of this? You know, because that time you didn't know Damien as a producer. And he was yeah. just asking us out of some big bros. Like, and I was like, yo, this is going to be a hit record. Yeah. You ask him, you Come know on. it's true. And like two years later, I was like, how did this thing? Man. And I'm like, it works. <laughs> you know, so big up to Damian, man, yeah. and his vision. This kid man. is, well, he didn't kid no more. This mania is, has a vision. Yeah. He's patient, and he loves quality, and he's about the culture. He's about the movement of the music. Yeah. And to see him take a festival, because a lot of people don't know that Welcome to Jamrock was a concert in Kingston before. Oh, wow. It was a concert in yeah. Kingston that was kept at this venue Um off a of constant spring road and then you know everybody you know too many every artist had a show it was like so many shows in jamaica yeah. everybody had a festival um including morgan heritage yeah. we had a festival called east fest it was like and then after we busted out anthony b came out with a festival <laughs> Coco T came out with a festival. everybody, everybody like, got a festival, festival. yeah well, but damien had something that was special and then he just brought it up brought it back on the water which was come on crazy. this is going to be here for another 25 that years goes hand least. in hand yeah yeah, it's crazy to see, uh, like, you know, um, I seen Damien's son running around and it's like, you know, we do a lot of festivals and stuff and you know, like, there's kids that grow up in that circuit. Yeah. But imagine being growing up on the Jamrock Cruise circuit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. even even for Jameer, you know, his yeah. first one was with you guys, yeah. 2014. Yes. Eight years later now, you know what I'm saying? He's got his, his youth come in and yeah, man. it's yeah. just crazy, man. It's, it's beautiful to see, man, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys are here capturing and all the other media because this is history in the making. Yeah. Like 10 years from now, you know, we're going to have some gray hairs and, you know, you know, our back's going to be yeah. long, like, no, it's not even 10 years ago. You know, we're getting old because shout out to Freddie McGregor sending out healing and blessings. Yeah. You know, rest in peace to my father, Denray Morgan. Yes. My uncle, Toots and the Metals. You're seeing the elders turning into ancestors. Yeah. So, even with the song People Like You, it's to tell people that, hey man, we need to give each other our flowers. Yeah. yeah like man. I saw Stephen Marley last night and I'm like, yo, bro, I love you. Yeah. Let's not wait until yeah. True. you know, if yeah. it's anything it's we learned out the pandemic, we yeah. learned out you let's give each other our flowers yeah. now. Yeah. Don't Absolutely. wait till I'm I'm gone, bro. Mm -hmm. So that is something that, you know, I see that we're now turning into the elders. You know, yeah. Fiji is now an elder. And yeah. Before we were like the artists. And, yeah. and we gotta prepare ourselves to Build and give advice to the yeah. next generation that's going to need it because a lot of kids are lost right now. 
Come on. And they yeah. need that. Another one that we lost that was huge during the pandemic was Bobby Digital. Yeah. Oh, come on. Bobby man. Digital. Yeah. Yeah. The Dixon family, Miss Dixon. Talk Craigie. about that link, man, because I, that's how I came across was there, during that time. Yeah. You know, when it was Kalanji and yes. Morgan Ooh. Heritage, it was like Coco T. Yeah. I got to come to the Vegas. Yeah. 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 Come on, man. <laughs> we need to open it up. Yeah. Stories, if y'all want it, you're good. That's to like one of my favorite yes. producers. His yeah. sound, I was just talking to Shortcut about it. Like, you, that sound is like kind of missing, you know, yeah, my, yeah. Yeah. and how much of a genius he was yes. sonically and technically, you know. That's the there you go, because he wasn't he wasn't a musician, right? right. He wasn't an artist, but his sonics as an engineer. Mm, yeah. You know, what I'm saying, Bobby Digital was an engineer at King Jammy Studio, and then decided to do wow. his thing, and then Shabba Ranks gave him a song, and then the song take off, and that's how Digital B Records started. Yeah. So that's that story, you know, a little bit of it. But when we went to Bobby Digital, Asmogan Heritage, on uh, 1995, a man by the name of Dennis Howard brought us and said to my dad, yo, you, should, you guys need to be Bobby. Yeah. And then one day we had a farm where King Jemmy's has a property right next door, and he said, King, I want you to meet the youth, them. You know, it's time yeah. we just went to Jamaica, some little New York kid, you know. <laughs> he was like, yo, straight out of Brooklyn. Stuff, yeah. Straight out of Brooklyn. Shout out to BK. And then, and then he, um, he said, all right, bring them by the studio. So that's how we ended up started working with Bobby Digital yeah. and King Jammies at the same time. For eight months, we would record morning and even, one time of the day with King, one time with um, Bobby Digital. And with Bobby Digital, it was like a brother. You yeah. Know? It's like, yo. This is, our, this is our big brother. Yeah. And King Jamins is like a father. It's like, yeah. yes, daddy. You know, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, we're, we're going to sing daddy. Yeah. yeah. And then Bobby was like, yo, man, come on. He had us on the rooftop picking Aki out the tree and sending us to the store to build the vibe because yeah. we're coming from America. There's one thing with Jamaica. I don't know how to describe it. Now a lot of people are saying Jamaica is not a real place, but it's different. The people different. The swag is different. Yeah. The food just everything about we're different people, man. Yeah. And when you go to Jamaica, me going on the rooftop and picking some Aki's, I'm like, dude, what you doing? Let's, yeah. Can we can we make some? Because I'm a Brooklyn kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, the Brooklyn jump out of me, I'm like, I'm picking no Aki. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first, I don't even know how to climb a tree. Yeah. But he said, climb up on the building, go up there, and you see a stick up there, juke them off, pull them off. He was doing some Mr. Miyagi with you yeah. guys. There you go. And then we felt the vibe. It was like, yo, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And then that came across even the way we started singing. Because mm. we used to sing a lot of top on, on top of the beat. Yeah. Like, what is this what I'm coming to? But now we, we started that dumpling kick in. Yeah. What is this coming to? And then you start bounce with that Naya Bingi vibration there. And then even going to visit the Naya Bingi um, um, houses in yeah. Jamaica and going to a Bingi and beating drum and praising John, singing with the elders, yeah. go before us and understand the culture. Like when you go to a Bingi, you understand, and then you realize it. Okay, yeah, this thing is more than just reggae and yeah. yeah that's what was so dope to me. The first time I heard you guys, uh, it was a song on. It was like a mixtape, and it was a song called um, "Oh Israel." Whoa, 
That was the first song I ever heard. <laughs> oh, now he's showing his DJ skills. Yeah, real no, but no. So Jeez. like, I'm just saying, like, it just it, out of the whole tape, it was all just a bunch of different reggae. But that song just stood out to me. Oh, he's red. Yeah, and like, so then I started checking more, right? And it was like, but just you guys' approach to the songs was different yeah. than what you would hear in reggae. Yeah, you know, yeah, like exactly. And was, and I'm glad you point that out because a lot of people would say that it was like. You know, sometimes some people would like they would call us the firing U M, mm-hmm. like you know, because we was New York, so it was like this firing. But we were more Jamaican than a lot of people yeah, are born yeah. in Jamaica, you know, because the roots of home, my father instilled that in the home. We could have been on Mars. Yeah, yeah. the culture is the culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So it don't matter which country you're living in, but the roots and the culture and yeah. the faith of Rastafari was so heavy that it came across in the music. So when we sang "Oh Israel," you could hear that it wasn't like. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that kind of thing. It was like almost gospel R&B gospel, singing yeah. on top yeah, of yeah. reggae. So that's what makes Maganer unique. It's like reggae, rock, um, punk rock. Um, well, I'm glad you said R&B because I yeah. always tell everybody that Grant Morgan is the Teddy Pendergrass of reggae. <laughs> because he, if he just said they'd be like, turn them over, I'm like, oh shit, Grant said turn the light off. Because you have that strong presence, and I think that that's why it works so well with you and Pizza and the rest of the yeah. Morgan Heritage boys because you have that presence. Tell oh, me where that come you. from, especially because that Teddy P, that turn them off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a vibe. It's just a vibe. We, we grew up listening to a lot of R&B. Our yeah. father would say, study this singer. He made Peter study Sam Cooke. Um, um, I would study people like Otis Redding, yeah. you know, people that was in my range, yeah. James Ingram. Um, and he brought in a lot of professionals. Even Thelonious Monk Jr. came in at one time. Wow. M2 main. Do you know this track that you said? The Biggie Smalls track. He was at our studio, so my father brought all of these these legends to just be around us, work with us, produce yeah. songs with us that are still unreleased. Come on, wow. you know, still and in the vault, still, still in, in the, the vault. vault. Oh, we got albums. <laughs> slide a couple on. of those over this way. Yeah, yeah. just go on, send us more. <laughs> so when we, you know, working with all these legendary people throughout our career, you picked up something from everywhere. But we're Jamaican and we love yeah. reggae. So on our reggae music, you're gonna. That's why you hear me say rock, cause it's it's reggae music that yeah. rocks. Reggae music with the edge. It's not just typical traditional reggae and it's crazy because you say you were raised on legends and now look at you you're a legend yourself man giving you your flowers while you're here like you always said still still cooking and still doing what you do like for somebody to see leave a lineage like you have when when somebody says think of gramps morgan what do you want them to take away from what your whole resume through music life been like when they say when you hear gramps morgan you hear what peace yes love and healing healing within relationships, healing yeah. and not, not personal relationships. It could be mother and daughter that yeah. haven't spoken to a while, mother and son, father and son, auntie, brothers and sisters. I want to be the one that mends relationships yeah. and remind us to share love. Like, okay, you haven't spoken to your auntie in a while. You haven't spoken yeah. to your mom, your dad. Get him a call. I want to be that guy that reminds you when you listen to my songs. And that's definitely needed, and you're doing your thing, Gramps. Yes. Where, where, where does Gramps come from? The name Gramps came from my auntie Gracie, my father's sister. She came in the hospital the day I was born in Brooklyn and said, my God, him look like Grandpa. And I was like, <laughs> you know, when I heard this story, I was like, that's how I got my <laughs> And then I was playing basketball one day, and then um, this my, my, my friend named Jay it, everybody, every my name was Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa. Yeah. It wasn't Gramps. Yeah. And then he was the first one that said, "Yo, Gramps, give me the ball." 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then that's how that's how Grams came about. <laughs> that was definitely like the homie way to say it. You yeah. Know? Like, <laughs> about to call you. Like, but now yeah. that now the name is literal now because yep. now Jamiri yep. has yeah. has the beautiful baby girl coming. So how yeah, does, tell, tell us how that feeling is just to have the name match the moniker now. <laughs> for me, yeah. uh, it's gonna be my second grandbaby. Yeah. Um, for me, you know. And my wife can contest to this that we were. I was afraid, yeah. You know, because I know what it takes to accept that responsibility yes. in becoming a father. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Because the first one, a lot of people that face parenthood for the first time, they bump into it like, "Girl, come, I'm pregnant." Yeah. Oh what man, you do? right. And then yes. you got some people like, "Honey." We're pregnant. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, how is he going to handle this? And, yes. You know, I was afraid, but, um, you know, orange don't bear grapefruit, right? Yeah. And the apple tree bears the apple. So I I was able to work it out and figure it out. So he's going to be fear. Just the fear of yeah. me as a father knowing, are you ready for this responsibility? Yeah. It's not how like you can bring it back to the pet store. Exactly. <laughs> or know, just drop like, them off at your oh, house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to change that. I thought it was good. It's not yeah. a dog. Yeah. Right? It's it's a, it's a life. Yeah. And I, I think he's going to be a great dad because he's a great big brother. Yeah. And that's what gives me comfort. The yes. way he, you know, him and Macario's relationship is like, Macario, yeah. and the way he protects him. And he's always been like that. Um, and with his with his older, um, with his younger siblings. So I think he's going to be a great dad. Yeah, we talked to him about it, and we've seen it too through him. Yeah, yeah. You know, we wanted to see, we were kind of curious to see what the answer would be, and he took it in stride. Yeah. And he's proud, and he's, you know, excited to be a new father. Yeah. And I told him, I said, take your time. Yes. I said, me as a father, let me just give you my fatherly advice. Take your time and enjoy it. Yes, I said, because there was a few times like, oh, oh, pregnant, wait, who's pregnant? Right, but I told him he, he took it in grace, and yeah, you know Jameer's growing up, man. Yeah. You know, I remember when he was a kid, and we we was in Hawaii, just going everywhere. Now yeah. it's like I'm about to have a baby. Yeah. You know, so it's a beautiful. He looked like one of us. Like, yeah. you know, he, he, like, wait a minute, you grandson, you like yeah. his brother. And I, and I told him that's where it comes from. It comes yeah, from man. being in the upbringing where he get to come from. Yes, because we always are a you know a picture of what we are raised up on. True. And man, tomorrow Jamiri's doing his thing, and Dad's yeah. doing his thing, and now the whole family's doing their yes, thing. Sir. And we Spanky appreciate your time. Spanky Johnson is here doing his thing. Yeah. Pizza, the whole family's Shout out here. To like Maoli, that's really is taking. Yeah. Spanky oh yeah, man. I remember the first time I saw him. I'm like, what are you doing over here? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I'm, I'm rolling with them. Playing percussion, like, oh. yeah. just getting that experience. And I say the music fraternity is. Family, you yeah. know, it's not everybody, you know, but I got friends. We all have friends in different genres, mm -hmm. but it's something special about island people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I remember sending Jamiri, you know, uh, to Hawaii and yeah. hanging out with Bug, and you know, Jay Book took care of my son, like. Like his oh, we were all at the house. Oh, yeah. It was me, Wes, yeah. Spanky, Jameer, and all that Boogie's house. Me and Jameer going at it on the 2K over yeah. the crib, man. <laughs> See? So it's that family vibe, and, and that's what I think the world yeah. needs more of, and that's my mission, you know. Absolutely. While I, I even on this solo project um, with positive vibration yeah. and, and, and just bringing that where I live at in, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. and. Yeah. You know, it's like a light and it's like a fun energy. And Come them on. just the city knowing that, hey, there's a Jamaican guy here. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to spread the cause. We can't be packed up all in the same place. Yeah. Go and take the flag like when people were voyaging and be like, in the name of the queen, they yeah. stick a flag and be like, mm -hmm. and went back to England and said, queen, we found some new land. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm able to be in Nashville now and see Stephen Marley come through the town yeah. and be like, all right, he's at the venue, I'm coming down to see the whalers come through, to see, you know, all the artists come through and yeah. knowing that they got 
a friend in the city. Absolutely. Right. So come on. Future has great sir. Positive well, vibration. To get in out to Nashville again, yes. man. Oh, when you're ready, it's just Come the on. beginning. I'm telling you, yeah. Nashville. You yes, only put your flag out Yo, there. There was a song on um, Boog's album, the that was produced by one of your homies out there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that guy's name? That was me and um, um, me and Shannon Sanders. Was that yeah, Sweet Love? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, Sweet, Sweet Love. Oh man, I told Boogie that's one of my favorite songs of his baby. ever. Yeah, it's like it's it stepped outside the box. Where I'm like, yeah. I could play that with an R and B set like easily, that, that, and not even was, skip a beat. That was the genius. That's yeah. when I said, I said, Bill Book, we got to do something on a different level. And yeah. then I said, let's mix it with the reggae R and B. So I said, I went for the R and B king, which yeah. is Shannon Sanders. Mixed. Come on, I mean, he run brown skin, you know. Yeah, he wrote all those songs with India, NDRE, mm -hmm. and I was like, Book, because yeah. he met. Um, India when we was on when I had yeah, a, yeah, when on, you on under your wing yeah so I said yo come to Nashville and we we went there we went to Music Row and then we we wrote actually three songs so there's still two unreleased oh see come on yeah. man I think I made my last Sunday Sweet was, Love that was like, like I remember when uh, Shannon came to me and said put the reggae put the put yeah the reggae put that put that oomph in it and you hear that but it has a different swing to it yeah and then that bass line comes it's just... yeah that's me on the bass oh. yeah. <laughs> see see come on <laughs> yeah. yeah actually it's me and Shannon because I was like I would play the reggae part but yeah. all that that's Shannon but so I mean even and he's with, in Nashville and he's in Nashville like native to Nashville he was born in LA actually which no the bay yeah and then moved to Nashville when he was uh when he was a young kid so he grew up there like from seven eight years old Come and on, he man. the one that I mean, he's changed my life in so many ways. So shout out to Sean and Shout Sanders. out to Sam. Grams, man. don't give all the because we gotta save some for Vegas. <laughs> we just hear all the welcome to Jam Rock Cruise, yeah. man. But we appreciate you for your time. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. This is a long time coming, and I know exactly when you come to Vegas, all the stories are gonna come out yes. on the Western Conference podcast. Yeah, we had a lot more. We could have kept going on here, but yes, you know. Sir. We did, but somebody just said because they about to go take the stage and somebody yes. just gave us the Apollo hook and was like, <laughs> We gotta go. Let's go. But you know what? My brother Grams Morgan, we thank my you. We love you, man. We appreciate Every everything time. you do for the culture, brother. Every time. Always. Shred. Welcome West to Jam Rock Cruise. The legendary Gramps Morgan, Western Conference, Big Body, Westafa. We gone. Peace.